Welcome to the Specter of Anti-Blackness podcast. Uh, I'm your host, and I have two guests with us today. Uh, one sitting right next to me, if you want to introduce yourself. Yo, 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 it's your boy Muhammad Yusuf Ibn Hassan. I'm here from the 803, but right now I'm in the 602, Arizona, Phoenix. Let's get it. Right on, right on. And we have one dialing in from across the country. What's going on, guys? Uh, Charles, uh, I also go by Chuck. Um, happy to be here with the brothers. Uh, let's talk it up. Right on, right on. Uh, so we've been trying to get this podcast going for a couple weeks now. Uh, you know, we, we're all living in our lives. We're all a little busy. So we, we didn't really find a time to get it together until today. Um, so we're talking about Atlanta. Not just season four, but the... Uh, the series as a whole. Um, so first, uh, I just want to ask some general thoughts. Muhammad, we can start with you. Um, of what, what, what are your general ideas about Atlanta? How do you feel about it overall? Man, the show in general, all, all four seasons. Um, it was four seasons, right? Yeah. Man, I really enjoyed Atlanta because uh, I could really relate to it in the sense of, you know, uh, the characters... Um, outside of myself, but I guess the experience I've had, man, you know, there's a idea that every black person is gangster, man. I feel like it was just a, a, a broad, a broad and good way to explain, you know, the black experience, man. You know, mm. you got some brothers who's, you know, geeks, nerds, you know. <laughs> you got some brothers who's in the computers. You got some brothers who's in the rap. You got some brothers who's in the drugs, heavy or whatever. And, you know, they all friends. Um, you know, it was a st strong consideration of the black woman was a strong presence in it, man. I appreciated mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, it was just... And it was in the South, man. You know, that's where the right. black people out here in America uh, started. And so, you know, I appreciated it. It felt it felt black, man, for us, by us type shit. You feel right. Me? Yeah, and I, I agree with that. And we'll come back to that later because there's a question I want to ask about that further. But I want to want to hear Chuck's response first. Yeah. So, Muhammad hit a lot of the hot points. Um, I'll just add that uh, I really enjoy the the fullness of the characters and the, um, I guess just the fact that there were so many different characters in this, um, this setting, because I feel like a lot of times the idea of what goes on in the hood or the ghetto or these bad neighborhoods as, you know, whatever term you want to use to describe it is thought of as homogenous there and, the fact is that there there is every um, personality type and mm -hmm. every uh, um, yeah every personality type is represented in in this place and right. um, Atlanta was a good a good um, exhibition of mm. all of those different personality types and the way that you 
the way that they interact every day it was it was really um I, I really i really found it it rang true there are some mm-hmm. things i feel like that we come across um uh in media which has um, like, uh it has that certain thing that's hard to put your finger on but you know that there is a lot of um truth being conveyed and uh, so i really enjoyed it needless to say Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you bring, you brought up two really good points. Um, one being about the fullness of the of the characters, and uh, the second one I'll I'll get to later because that's also another question that I want to ask you guys. Um, but yeah, the, the the fullness of the characters, like the the one point in it that really stood out to me was um, Ern, the main character, uh, and his yeah. relationship with Van. Um, right. Cause I remember, you know, they got this complicated thing going on, which is like typical in a lot of black spaces. Um, and then in season two, like Van wants to like have a family with them. You know, they have a kid. She's trying to like, you know, I want to be with you kind of thing. And he's just like, like, nah, I don't really want that. And season two premiered in twenty. 16 i want to say it was maybe it was 2018 um but that's when we had the long break before yeah it was 2018 we had the long break until 2022 so that's kind of like where it ended for me for a while and like i remember feeling like i just did not understand earn for the longest i'm like bro what are you thinking like this is just ridiculous um but it's also real in a way because characters aren't always going to make the perfect decisions or the decisions that align with you and so it was in this final season where, you know, he came back around on it full circle and was like, you know, I do want to be with you. Uh, you know, they have like this heartfelt moment in the tent or whatever. And that was very uh, like cathartic for me from, from watching it from the beginning. Like, finally, like, God damn, like, whew. Um, so, yeah, I agree with, yeah. the, with the fullness of the characters. I definitely, uh, just to jump in real quick, I definitely felt the same way, man. Um, it was uh, very gratifying. It almost could have been uh, the final episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it felt like the episode after that, to me, was just a bonus. Because, uh, I don't know, I'm, you know, I don't know what it is, but I was definitely invested in that love story um, from the beginning. And it was good mm-hmm. to see it um, seemingly end well uh, for all parties involved. Right. Uh, so, how do you guys feel about the the final episode? Any any thoughts? How do we feel about what? Uh, the the final episode, the last one. Um, can you remind me of it a little bit? Yeah. So this is the episode. Um, we have a couple different plot lines. Um, Darius in the sleep deprivation tank. Oh yeah, yeah. And the other ones at the okay. sushi. You really don't need to explain it anymore. You can't if you can. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it all. Um, um, I want, I'm curious, though, before we get there, uh, how did you feel about that? Uh, Muhammad, I'm talking to you. How did you feel about, uh, Did you were you invested in that uh, romantic relationship with Van and uh, Ern? Um. You saying how was I invested or was I? No, invested? no. Did you? Did you? Did you? Did, was that important to you? Did you feel like um, 
I'm just curious about how you felt about how the whole thing was going. Did you understand um, when he was hesitant or um, did you have that same kind of anxious feeling about uh, that that Owen kind of described? Well, I would say, man, back in 2018, um, I, I don't really remember how I felt about it, you know. I remember, though, when she was kind of rolling around, when Van was rolling around overseas and she was, like, on her own, and that kind of made me uncomfortable. And I was like, where the mm-hmm. fuck is this dude? Like, mm-hmm. why ain't he beside her? You know what I mean? I know I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could just be because I'm a little overprotective for my black women, you know? <laughs> um, but I was definitely grateful to see them together because of the character of the daughter and how mm-hmm. she was kind of... That other episode where they had her all over the place, bro, oh, that shit made me extremely uncomfortable. For real. And <laughs> um, that, again, Ern wasn't around, you know? And so I was just like, part of me was like, is this man just playing? But when they had that heartfelt moment, you know, I was grateful. I was grateful that uh, for the child. Mm. For sure. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, um, uh, I, I think the, the daughter was a huge catalyst in them, you know, coming around to each other, which was cool. But um, I was going to say about the. Um, thank you for letting me know that, Muhammad. I was curious. About that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I was the, the last episode um, with uh, Darius, I, first of all, I, I hadn't really. Like I had to Google that sleep deprivation thing. Had you guys heard of that before? No, I don't even know. I mean, I thought, well, I don't even know what it was, but I don't know what was going on in that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I actually, I, but I, I meant to say, um, sensory deprivation thing. Yeah, yeah, sensory. What I, yeah. What I figured out was like it's basically um, you are in a dark room and about. Uh, eight inches of maybe less of um, body temperature water. And it's um, the pH is such that I think it's Epsom salt that they use or Mm -hmm. something. Anyway, it it floats you. So um, uh, there's varying, um, I guess people, some people say it works, some people say it's, you know, a bunch of hula. But it's interesting to me and I definitely (laughs) would be uh willing to give it a try but um that was so that was kind of weird for me um the i thought the big Doug judy was really funny <laughs> and um i really liked uh the way that it ended um with um us not knowing whether this was a dream or not you know um I, some people don't like those open-ended endings, but um, I, I I like for the artist to give me that um, latitude to draw my own conclusions. Sure, freedom of interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I first heard about sensory deprivation tanks uh, about maybe four-ish years ago when I was living in Washington. Um, they okay. had some up there. Yeah, I was thinking about doing one. Uh, and, and, and you're right. It's like these tanks that you go into and they're designed to deprive you of your senses. So you're not, you don't really feel anything, see anything, hear anything. 
it's just and you're in there for an extended amount of time uh half an hour to hours or however long and whatever people get out of that they get out of it um right i never got into it though um i don't remember if it was just because it was expensive or transportation or whatever but um i i liked the last episode um I will say the ending didn't really feel punchy to me, but okay. I also don't know if it was supposed to. Um, the The interpretation that I walked away with is similar to, I'll ask a question after I'm done this because it relates to this, um, similar to uh, the ending of uh, The Sopranos, where it just cuts to black. Uh, you, you don't know who walks through the door. Uh, you don't know whether Tony lives or, you know, has another boring day or if he gets attacked or whatever. Because um, as long as he's in the life, um, he's always going to be, you know, uh, fluctuating between that. Um, so, and I like how the ending here, the episode reminds me, it's just another day in the life for these characters, more or less. Um, right. So it's not really a concluding ending like, boom, this, oh, they move, you know, uh, she's pregnant with another baby, uh, or, you know, whatever, you know. It's just another day in the life, which is kind of how I felt about it. Uh, right. And, any ending thoughts on it? Yeah. I'm, go ahead, Mom. I'm sorry. I was just wondering if it had, was he high, bro? Darius? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he was, uh, because I've never heard of sensory deprivation tanks doing anything like that, um, sober. I know that people like, I've heard of people like smoking weed and going into them because like, oh, this is this whole different experience, but I, I don't know. I've never heard of them like soberly doing uh, the hallucinations and shit like that, but uh, who knows? Yeah, that, that bothered me. <laughs> I don't understand why... I mean, I know that he was always dibbling and dabbling with the psychedelics and shit like that throughout the jump, but, mm-hmm. but they made it just way too, feel like they made that aspect of it way too in the forefront, but I don't know why. Mm. It's, not, it's not even the problem that it is, it's like, I don't know why that, like, why was it important that we knew that he was tripping? Mm. You mean, that, so that, when you say that aspect, you mean that, that sensory or just this whole character throughout the series was kind of like on on edge I would, I, I, I would guess like, I don't <laughs> nah, know. I, I, that, nah that's cool I feel like like I said that's that's a personality like you said trait of a lot of brothers who I know right so I didn't have a problem throughout the jump but I just feel like for the last episode the finale like mm-hmm. Why was it such a big spotlight on his hallucinations? It's just mm-hmm, like it mm-hmm. took the yeah. majority of the joint. Right. It's like, bro, like. Yeah, yeah. I can see where you're going with that. I guess for me, like I said before, I kind of felt like the season finale was the urn and Van on the So that was kind of. Right. I, I kind of felt like that was a little bit of a bonus. And cause, because when I'm thinking about it, just thinking out loud, um, if I had had that other episode, then I probably would have felt that the finale was a little flat. Because mm. um, there wasn't much going on 
but but also correct me if I'm wrong. This, this is the episode where um, um, I'm forgetting his character's name, but Paperboy is in the country, right? Uh, that's the one before this one. This is the one where oh, him, gosh. Van, and Ern they um go to the the black sushi spot. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> That was extremely weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of strange. Would y'all have ate the the blobfish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you would, you would have ate it, the blobfish? No, no, I wouldn't. No, I don't know, man. You know, so I would have tried, but I think, um, I think like I would have. So, what's the pick boy's name? I'm forgetting his name. Um, He's um. Alfred' attitude was, yeah. nah, this is not my my move from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Ern was like, you know, we gonna stick it out no matter what. You know, we gonna support this person. Um, and I think I would have had Van's attitude. Van seemed like she was on board in the beginning, but after you know a few minutes of not not feeling the vibe, <laughs> she was out. That that, that would have been me. I would have gave her the college try, but um. After a while, I would have been someplace else eating some food. Right, right. Mm. How about you? Would you would you would you stick it out, Owen? Um. So yeah, I would have I would have stuck it out. I'm I'm probably a little yeah. closer to earning that aspect. But when it came to the the poisonous blobfish, I would have been <laughs> like, I'll eat it if you eat it first to the chef, like. Right. <laughs> Like, cause it's it's kind of difficult to trust in that way, I guess. I mean, and maybe that's what the episode was trying to get into. I, I don't know. I don't know. That 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 it, it kind of the point of the episode. It was entertaining, but the point got kind of missed it, honestly. Um, yeah. But uh, and that, so that was. But I, what I really did enjoy uh, uh, was was Alfred's experience in the country. Mm-hmm. That um, that uh, what 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 fascinated me about that, and oh, su- surprised me in a way, because I don't think it maybe it doesn't fit my character, or maybe it does. But when he finally talks to her at the end of the ordeal, mm. and he doesn't say anything about what's going on, right? <laughs> that was fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was watching that one with my girlfriend and. Um, he was on the phone with him, and I was like, "He's not gonna say anything." And she was like, "What do you What do you mean?" <laughs> she was like, "How?" And I was like, "That's sometimes like that's the the experience for black men in America. Sometimes like even though he's going through all this shit, he's not just going like you know reveal that and be open about that." Right, um, especially as if, if 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 he had talked to him maybe an hour earlier, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in the, in the but he had kind of gotten through it, which um I love I love that running true to Alfred's character because he wasn't the type of person to ask me. Right. Yeah. Um to to your point earlier, Muhammad, about the the over um fixation on on Darius in the final episode I feel like that's because they were trying to bring this idea of was the entire story a trip was the entire thing just a dream and maybe a censored deprivation tank or whatever um you know because there's always been these moments in the show the invisible car 
um, black Justin Bieber. Um, that's kind of just like out of space in a way. Like, you know, they go on tour in Europe and he goes to see this Nigel shop and he's walking down the same street like a week later. I mean, we don't know how much time has passed. You know, and, and then it's gentrified by the, the white lady in the truck. Um, so I feel like what they were trying to pose was, is the whole thing, was it fake anyway? And that's why it felt flat to me. Because I felt like there's no way that all of this was, wasn't real. Like, it's just, that, that doesn't even comprehend for me. Right. That's interesting, because, um, yeah, I couldn't even go, I, like, like you, I, I think um, that if, the, if that was the case, then I, I, they totally missed me. Because, you know, they had done such a good job of um, what we've been talking about this whole time. Developing actual characters that feel true, right? That feel like some people we know, you know what I mean? Right. So, the, I mean, you can't, you couldn't convince me at that point. Right. <laughs> it wasn't real. So. Right. Um, and to your point about the finale, Chuck, I feel like you're correct. I feel like, in my eyes at least, you're correct about Ern and Van having their finale in the tent. Like, I feel like each character had an episode for their finale because the next episode was then. Um, Al's finale, he's out on the farm. And then the last one was for Darius. And it feels like you kind of get a sense of to where every character is. You know, Ern and Van decide they're going to be together now. And that's kind of, it's not a happily ever after, but it's like a, and then they continue to live their life. Um, Al, you know, he's probably going to try and, you know, get away from the thing, you know, have his own spot on the country, self sustainability, that sort of thing. And Darius is Darius. <laughs> um, so what what did you think on the on the aspects of the of the realness of the show? Do you, did did that kind of you feel like it could have been a dream, bro? Um, I mean, considering the fact that it's just a show, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> but, man, to be honest, my favorite part about it all was just season three, fam. Yo, same. <laughs> um, I said my favorite part about it was season three and the and the um as well as the episode around Goofy. It was, mm. it was I loved the episodes that weren't even where none of the main characters were in it. Yeah. That was one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah, I did too, man. Um Bro, I wonder why. Like I like the to maybe look up some interviews or hear them discuss because um how I felt about it were was that they had this um I think me maybe I told you this on but they had this stage and opportunity based on these characters they had built but they weren't gonna let that um hamper their creativity. Right, limit them yeah story to tell. Right. That it was a really good show because of that fam and for real for real that goofy thing was so <laughs> Bro, real? I had to look that shit up, fam, because I, I, st- <laughs> I stopped watching it and was like, these motherfuckers are grinding. <laughs> bro, I was ready to go to war, bro. Uh, all right, well, that, that's that's a that's a good segue to the And next it wasn't question. even real, fam. Right. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, it can be real, though. Right. For sure, for sure. I was actually watching something later on and it reminded me of that and they were just talking about how whatever they were watching I can't remember what it was um 
it took him a while to realize, oh, it's not, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I, I had that moment where I was like, this, this might be going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, why did yeah. I never hear about this shit? And for me, I just never even looked at the Goofy movie like that. I like, and then I rewatched it maybe like a week or two ago, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you know what? That's crazy because I, the Goofy, uh, the, I, I love that movie. I don't, but I don't remember anything about. That. Really, <laughs> that Goofy movie is that. Um, at one point, he likes he warms up a can of beans with his 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 car. Um, the, the cigarette light in his car. Uh, that's the only thing I remember. I remember really, really liking that movie. Mm. Yeah, so I should probably should watch it again too. Yeah, I, I watched. I watched it again. It was. It was wild. I would say watch it again. Did, did yeah. you guys have a um, a favorite episode? Hmm. Uh. I don't know. I like the, um, there were so many good ones. Um, and most of the ones are going to be like the little offshoots because the one where they had the guy, um, the like famous singer, Michael Jackson, mm. archetype, um, shoot himself in there. That one was wild. The one with the, um, the, the white women getting the black kids was oh. super strange, but yeah. like, also kind of illuminating and also felt real, even though I'm, that's not a thing that I really know about. Um, that one was cool. Um, the one with the tree, and, uh, where my man, um, mm-hmm. uh, where Al ends up cutting down the man's tree and <laughs> that rich guy. Yeah. That was awesome, man. They were, I, don't, I don't really have a favorite, I guess I should say, but um, there were several, several really good episodes. Mm. How about you? Uh, so, I have two contenders. I like the whole okay. show overall. Same as both of you guys have been saying. I really like the offshoot episodes and the anthology episodes in the uh, third season. Um, the season premiere, season three. Um, three slaps is the one you're talking about. Um, with the black kid and the black kids and the white women. Um, right. that's definitely like a contender for number one. Um, it actually was a real, yeah, bro. That was real. That yeah. was true. But the kids <laughs> die, fam. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, that's the thing about it. Like I've never really heard of, heard of that, but it, it really just made sense. Like that shit actually goes on. But the, the thing about it is even though that was real, I feel like the show showed us a lot of things that we couldn't have known about real life. Like how it was actually in their house day to day. Um, right. That exactly. still felt like, yeah, exactly. very real. Exactly. Um, and the other one was the reparations one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that one was real funny to me, but also it felt like a really smart way to do reparations. I don't know how plausible it would be, um, but it did f- still feel smart. Um, and then the last shot with all of the white people working in the restaurant as the black people are sitting there dining, that was like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, it really just flips the entire society upside down, which is insane. Yeah. Um, okay, I have two questions for y'all before we wrap it up. Um, okay. My first one 
So I was asking people if they had watched Atlanta because I felt like it was a really great show. And like you guys said, you know, you also enjoyed it. I was hearing a lot of people say that it was actually made for white people. Um, do you have any comments on that? Go ahead, Mohammed. Um, I feel like it could be. Um, I can see why people say that. Um, now, will white people want to watch it? Probably not. <laughs> but I feel like I can see that um, it's no different than, uh, I mean, because we, in the documentaries, like, I'm Not Your Negro or 13th. Mm. We know this kind of shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was raised on this history that, you know, we was done wrong. It's not really, but I know people like Anne who didn't know Malcolm X and it was like, what, 1990-something? Right. She didn't even know who the hell Malcolm X was. And there's people out here who really don't know the black experience. So I could... See that. Mm. Okay. So I would say, um, I, I kind of hope that it was made quite in a way because, and and I and I could I could kind of what I was what I think is that like I'm talking about um, a lot of offshoot episodes. Um, uh, what I feel like what happens when something does well is. If it, if it does well in the media in America, it's going to have to have some white people checking mm. for it. Um, so as a creator, uh, even if it's for... So it could be for black people, but it can also be targeted at white people. Interesting. Um, mm. And I, I feel like the show is definitely for black people because we are the ones who will see that and recognize those characters. Um, but I think um, for by showing so many different types of characters, it opens other people's eyes. And by the show just being so fabulous, even without the offshoot episodes, it draws that wider audience, whiter and wider mm -hmm. audience. And and then they get to show you, you know, these white women abducting black kids, right? <laughs> or the other episode. I can't really, really remember what exactly happened in it, but I remember saying this would be good for white people to watch. And it was the one where the, um, mm. the white white guy was on the boat mm -hmm. under the the bridge. I thought he was going to kill that boat. man. For real. You, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where he was on the boat and he was talking to him. It was dark and it was his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's at the beginning of three you was, you was on the edge of the seat the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I feel like... um. Like like I said, I hope I hope that it, it is for for um and that it reaches a lot of white people because it talks about a lot of issues that we as black people have to do every day. Yeah, and and, and about the jaunt on the boat, that's another thing that I don't I still to this day don't know if that was real or not. About the town getting flooded. Like that was Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. I don't know if it was real or not, but you could definitely tell I mean you could I guess the feeling that it gave me was it could happen whether it did or it didn't. Right. Um it doesn't if if that if that if it didn't happen that exact way, it's happened hundreds of different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. for the same types of things. So um 
it felt real. And like I said, white people should definitely, you know, uh, understand those the points of that show, that episode in particular, we're trying to make. So, I, like I said, I hope, it, I hope it reached a lot of them. You know, I don't really get into um, the numbers, but I feel like uh, it, it probably did well. So, hopefully, that means that a lot of white people got exposed to something that they might not necessarily saw otherwise. Right. And that's honestly a good synopsis for the whole show. I feel like like it. It maybe it didn't happen, but it definitely could have. Um, right. So, yeah. I um, had this thought when I was watching. I think it was we were at the uh, Mr. Chocolate episode or the the Tyler Perry episode, and I was thinking this show is in some ways like a like a new age boondocks, like a boondocks for today. Um, mm. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? <laughs> well, first of all, I love the Boondocks. Right. Um, I thought that show was really revolutionary at the time. <laughs> and I definitely see some parallels um, with uh, uh, um, some real characters, for sure. And um, I, I think particularly back to how well the show did, did and how a lot of times what I heard about was the Martin Luther King episode, mm. and that kind of, uh, to me, jives with the, the kind of offshoot episode that we're talking about, and just the realness, like, um, of, a, of a show like that in that, in that time and space. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, the similarities, I think that um, they're, defi- they're definitely awesome similarities. Um, I, I enjoyed both of them. It's funny you mentioned that show because, um, like I said, that was really an eye-opening show, The Boondocks, I mean, um, when, I, when I first started taking a look at that. Mm. Bro, you got anything? Yeah, man, uh, I would say Boondocks is a favorite of mine, mm-hmm. and to be honest, I just started watching it again with my ladies, um, and I feel like, absolutely, man, because it's talking about the... The reality of America mm. is the dance between the black society and the white society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, one more thing. I said I had two questions, but this is one that I forgot earlier. Um, <clears throat> circling back to um, my comment, um, Donald Glover actually tweeted, I think before season three came out, so it was maybe a, close to a year ago, maybe a little over that. He said, um, by the time the show over, he's basically like, no show can touch us except for maybe The Sopranos. Like, the show's going to be that good. Um, What do y'all think about that? You really think it was that good? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, And I'm not a uh, Sopranos fan. I've seen some episodes, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. But. Just on the whole, man, the show was really well done. I mean, mm-hmm. they had a, a very... I like... Another, there's so many things I like about it, but I like how they didn't really deal with the fluff. Like, in between episodes and in between seasons especially, these people had transitioned and they respected the audience enough not to feel like they had to tell you in every detail right. or tell you where that person is. They told you what kind of character the person was and, and then 
they explain in real time what's going on. But, you know, um, the the pace of the show was really good. The actors were really good. Those artistic offshoot episodes were excellent. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not that familiar with the, with the Sopranos, but just among the TV that I've seen recently, um, the show was very good. It's very good. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it is... Um, uh, it's one of those things that I'll carry with me for a very long time. Same. Yeah, same. Um, all right, so I don't have anything else, so I, I'll wrap it up unless you guys have anything you want to add. Um, no, man, thanks for inviting me. I, uh, I really enjoy talking about it. I'm glad that, I mean, honestly, uh, um, Owen, you were the first person I ever talked to about it. <laughs> and Muhammad well, said, so. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, uh, oh, was you finished, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. Man, I just want to say that my first introduction to Atlanta uh, was by my all head Jelani. Rest in peace. Mm. The episode where Al was on the talk show, one of the first episodes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and oh yeah, Chuck, man, you should watch Sopranos, bro. It's close. It's kind of like The Wire. It gets into the the real life of mobsters. It's not. It's not. Fluffy, it's not any of that shit, man. Mm-hmm. It's like real. It's like what these people were actually dealing with. Struggles and this, that, and the third. Although it's a lot of white people, it's majority Italians or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like The Wire, man, if you ever watched The Wire. Oh, yeah, I've definitely seen The Wire. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll take a look at it, especially since you guys said the, the uh, end is kind of mirroring each other. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. All right, for sure. That's all I got, man. Cool. Thank you for inviting, bro. Of course, man. Thank you for thank you for coming. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug before you leave? Um, like, uh, you know, uh, anything you want to let the listeners know? Like, you have you on a shop or you got an Instagram, music, anything like that? Oh yeah, man. Uh, so uh, follow follow the uh, the market man underscore d a d a market underscore on Instagram. That's Dada Market. Dada means sister in Swahili. Man, you can find all kinds of products on there between clothes, um, products for health, incense, uh, for the skin care, you know what I mean. And I also got incense on deck. Follow me at mudabee.waliaki. That's M-O-O-D-A-B-E-E dot W-A-L-I-A-H-K-I. You heard? Um... <laughs> <laughs> You were ready for the plug, huh? Yeah, Check yeah. <laughs> um, and third, Thrift and Co. T H I R D T H R I F T and A N D Co. C O. Um, I'm going to be posting more stuff on there. Third, Thrift and Co. Come check me out. All right, right on, right on. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for coming. Um, so what I do at the end? Well, first I'm going to talk about a little bit what about what I'm going to do next. We're going to have a Black Panther episode. Um, Chuck, I know I said you might want to be on that one as well. Um, yeah. We just reached over 100 views, which is great. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Or listens, not views. Um, and we've almost hit a year, so I'll probably do a little something special for the for the year of it, maybe a special episode. 
Congratulations, bro. That's Thank you. <laughs> I know, um, like I said, I tried to put together a podcast before, so I know how much work it is. Congratulations. That's, that's a really big deal. Man. Thank you. Thank you. It's appreciated. No um, so, yeah, I like to end off every episode with like a little, I like to give a prayer for people who listen, I guess, like a little um, blessing that you might not always think about. Um, so for this time, I pray that um, that somewhere throughout your day or maybe your week, you have a moment of like clarity, of like enlightenment, of like, you know, maybe there's something that you're working on a lot that's tough and then you, it, you get it, it clicks. Uh, anything you guys want to add? Ashe. All right. <laughs> Good job, man. I'm looking for that mo- forward to that moment of clarity. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll I'll, um, right, I'll see you guys later, and uh, I'll check you guys out in the next one. Peace. Peace. All right, man. Take it easy.